Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Hey, beautiful people. If you love what you're hearing or if you have any questions, follow me on Instagram at Blue Hazel, B-L-U-H-A-Z-L. Let me know what's up. I cannot wait to hear from you. Welcome to Girl, We Got This with Blue Hazel co-founder Letitia Lee. Join Letitia as she interviews real people, shares personal stories, and talks raw, honest advice about all things sisterhood. Because after all, life is easier with a sister. Here's your host, my sister, Letitia Lee. Hey, sis. You have to believe in yourself. Before anybody else does, you have to believe in you. Allow your faith to drive you, have your values, and know your worth. Girl, you better be fine first class in every part of your life. You've got to make the world your runway. Hey, sis, I am sitting here with the incredible supermodel author of Make the World Your Runway, Lyris Cross. Whoa, all I can say is whoa. She drops so many important gems to life. How to succeed, how to believe, how to have faith, how to always keep going, and literally, how the hell to make the world your runway. But before I introduce you to the incredible Lyris Cross, I got to tell you a childhood memory that I have with Gold Peak Tea. There's nothing like enjoying the delicious homebrew taste of Gold Peak Real Brew Tea to give you that comforting feeling of home. Whenever I think of Gold Peak Tea, I think of my grandmother back home in Massachusetts. She always has a fridge full of Gold Peak Tea, guys. I'm not even kidding. The peach or the raspberry tea. And I just remember always sitting on the porch with her every summer as the college kids walk by and us sipping our tea. It's low-key our tradition back at home. Ah, Massachusetts, Gold Peak Tea is always there with me when I'm home. Gold Peak Grill Brew Tea is available in a variety of sizes in 14 different flavors. Whether it's time for lunch, dinner, or just a quick snack, the homebrew taste of Gold Peak Iced Tea makes every meal more refreshing and so delicious. It's perfectly crafted with ingredients like pure filtered water, mountain-grown tea, and just the right balance of sweetness. It's the real brewed taste that always makes you feel right at home. With ice-cold Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea, the comforts of home are never far away. You can find your favorite Gold Peak flavors at a retailer near you. Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea, the taste that brings you home. Hey guys, it's Kelty Knight from the Lady Gang Podcast. If you're into getting a very sassy, sexual, beautiful, inspiring, funny, oftentimes embarrassing, slightly anal podcast in your repertoire, subscribe to us. Lady Gang on Podcast One, the Podcast One app. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Now back to Girl We Got This with Letitia Lee. Sister, sister, sister. I have a beautiful, talented woman in front of me, and her name is Laris Cross. Welcome to Girl We Got This, girl. Yay! How thank you, you so much. Thank you so much for being here. I just want to give you a little intro because... 
I don't know, reading your bio and like learning more about you, I got all the feels. So I just want to tell the girls listening, Lyris is a model. She's an actor. She's an author. She's honestly known as the body. Yes, you heard me, the body. And I get to see this body right in front of me. Go to her Instagram, y'all can check it out. Uh, She's known as the Naomi Campbell of Plus. Wow, dude, the pioneer of the full-figured African-American woman. I mean, as I was reading this, I was like, wow. Like, you've just literally conquered so many things in such a hard industry, the fashion industry. Mm -hmm. And I just give so much props to you for that. And um, congratulations on winning the friggin' Project Runway. Thank you. You know what I mean? And girls, she had a book coming out now, too. And it's called Make... out now. Yes, it is. Make the World Your Runway. It's forwarded by Tim Gunn. Yes. I'm so excited. by Tim Gunn. Just literally... I remember the first time I read it, like literally tears just fell from my eyes because I just, I just, I didn't know that, you know, like I knew he had a special place in his heart for me, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know how I changed his mind about certain things. And I think it's really powerful when you can change how someone sees the world. That is the most, I think, successful thing as a human being you can do is influence. Yeah. And that's what you did. Yeah, and that's why, you know what, with the whole influencers mm-hmm. thing, we have to be careful about how we're influencing because, yes. it, I mean, influence is, is big. It's powerful. Yeah. It's the most powerful tool in our day and age. But, girl, you're doing the most for so many incredible women. Thank you. So I just want to start with your journey. How did you start modeling, Laris? Oh like, <laughs> when did you be like, when did you look in the mirror and you're like, you know what? I want to model. Truthfully, I was in elementary school. Really? Um, my father uh, is a pioneer in his own right. Uh, he was one of the. He was the first black man to run for sheriff in Baltimore City. Wow! And um, at one time, he was running for Congress. And I was in elementary school, and he had a photographer come to the house to take pictures for his campaign brochure. So, you know, you take pictures of the the person who's campaigning and then their family portrait together. Mm-hmm. And then the photographer said, do you mind if I get some pictures of your daughter by herself? And I said, okay. So I, I'm just cheesing it up, hamming it up. <laughs> and then he comes back, of course, a couple of weeks later, because this is how I was back then. And he gives me this nice print in my dad's big chair. And he says, you know what? She's really photogenic. You should get her to model. Wow. And it was just like, you see me. Yes. You see me. Thank you. And that was uh, the seed that I say plant that was planted that truly changed the trajectory of my career. Mm. Um, I Just to give you a little background history, my parents are pastors wow. back home in Baltimore. So they were not trying to, you know, they weren't necessarily interested in me modeling. Mm-hmm. And But I stayed persistent about it. I still kept it as a dream. I, of course, lived my childhood and, and was active in a lot of things. But if there was, like, a church fashion show, I'm going to be in it. Yeah. Uh, Working it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, I finally got to high school my junior year. I heard about this models convention that was coming to town. And I went to the models convention. And I got—well, um, I went to the audition for it. They— asked me to come to the convention. I went to the convention. I got callbacks from like 17 Magazine, wow. Elite Models. Um, they all love me, but they That's wanted incredible. me to lose weight. Oh. <laughs> and here we go. And here we go. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was in 
high school playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, running track. Too. I'm with yeah. that. I'm with that. Yeah, I ran track. I uh, also was a cheerleader during football season. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm in shape. I mean, I, I might eat McDonald's after <laughs> practice, but I'm, you know, I'm burning a lot of calories. Right. I'm like, lose weight where? What are you talking about? So I tried to lose weight. I went back my senior year to the same convention. I got even less callbacks. I only got mm-hmm. one callback from an agency that was already in my area. And I was like, a little bummed, but... I was just like, let me just focus on graduating. I graduated, all enrolled in college, but modeling was still calling me. Yes. Um, That seed that was planted in me as a child, when my dad was running for Congress, it was still burning inside of me. The words from that photographer. Yeah. How powerful. was still burning inside of me. And I remember I told my parents, I was like, look... Something's telling me to move to New York to really pursue modeling. I don't. I was like, I don't know. I don't want to be 21, and they say I'm too old to yeah. model. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's just crazy. so crazy. So, so wild. So wild. I mean, thankfully, the times are, are changing now. But um, they said, okay, we'll give you a year. They gave me a year, and I never looked back. Wow. So you, what, how old are you? Oh, we don't get that out. No, we how old models. are you when you started? <laughs> like when you were like, I'm going out oh, there. Oh, no, uh, 18. Yeah. Just so you turned 18. 18. And you went out there by yourself. I went out there by myself, but I was staying at my family's house. Okay. That's yeah, great. I was staying at my family's house. Um, I have, um, well, now they're passed on, but I had an aunt and uncle and my grandparents. They all lived in New York. So I moved in with them. I probably stayed with them maybe like nine months, and then I moved out on my own. Wow. Because, you know, I wanted to come and go as I please. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to be an independent do. woman. We know. I know. I Truthfully, now I look back and I'm like, girl, you was crazy. <laughs> 18 years old yeah. in New York City. Are you out your mind? Mm-hmm. But I guess I was just always that that girl who kind of <laughs> marched to the beat of her own drum, yes. went after what she wanted, you know, no matter what it was. Cheers to that. Yeah. Now, I want to talk about that because not every woman has that superpower. Mm-hmm. Not every young girl mm-hmm. at 18 is confident enough to be like, Mom, Dad, I'm going to New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What? instill that power i know that seed planted that photographer Mm -hmm. you know what i mean saying like he saw you Mm -hmm. but like where did you get that power to be like i can do this that confidence i'm gonna say my father Mm. really um and this is why i tell people you know parents you know even when we say that you're getting on our nerves Mm -hmm. we need you and um you, you just really don't realize the impact that you have years later because it's certain things that I look back down and I'm like, oh, they were trying to protect me from that yes. or this. And, and I just looked at it like, oh, you're getting on my nerves. <laughs> but We all do yeah, that. Yeah, but that parent's love and just being, you know, although I will say my father was very busy because his thing was, you know, he has to be a provider. Right. But seeing... My my dad was a was an entrepreneur before people knew what an entrepreneur was. Mm. So okay, seeing, dad, yeah, that's awesome. yeah. So seeing someone who would have a dream, yeah, like you know, being the first black man to run for sheriff in Baltimore mm-hmm. City, running for Congress because he wanted to make a change. My father had his own radio show. That's incredible. Um, 
my dad was doing robocalls before they became these horrible calls that they are now. <laughs> but he would he would do robocalls, uh, sending a positive message around wow. Baltimore. So they would call people's house and say, this is St. George Cross. And, you know, he would have, like, some inspirational message, which now I kind of do through my social media. I mm-hmm. do, like, Lyrist Motivates posts. Yes, I yeah. saw that. Yeah, That's so, powerful. Thank you. I feel like, um, truthfully, we are all vessels and we're all like celebrities or like pastors or preachers in our own right. Mm-hmm. It's just our pulpit is different. Our pulpit is social media now. 100%. And I'm able to reach people that way, whether it's through my experiences, whether it's through positivity. Uh, yeah, that's where I preach my Sunday sermon. <laughs> <laughs> We appreciate it because people need that. You know, we talked about the influence, Mm -hmm. right? And influence is too wide of a range right now. Mm -hmm. So your influence actually has a meaning. It's Mm -hmm. actually influencing people. So Mm -hmm. we need more of you. Mm -hmm. We need more of that. So thank you for doing that. Because everybody listening right now needs lyrics in their life. Thank you. Yes. Go to my Instagram. Lyrics. And I want to talk about this because, you know, being a model, people think it's like this glorious, fabulous life Ciao. and this and that. And, Mm-mm. you know, I lived in New York. Mm-hmm. I was I modeled when I was younger in New York. Mm-hmm. And I remember I did six months and I was so done. I was like, Mom, it's about to be winter. I'm out. I got to go. And I went back to Miami for a season. Wow. I was just out. So mm-hmm. I want to talk about this because you also have a boot camp called Life of a Working Model. Yes. Where you give tips and, you know, for all these people to get into the fashion industry, which yes. a lot of people want to know. Mm-hmm. So I want to know. You know, what are some of these tips? What are your, some of your experiences that you mm-hmm. experienced being a working model, you know, that uh, made you who you are today as a, as a model? Well, I'm going to say this first. I birthed a Life of a Working Model boot camp yes. out of the many questions and DMs on, like, mm-hmm. social media I would get saying, well, what about this? Or how do I do this? Or blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know what? I need to put this in a class form. Yes. Uh, and package it because, <laughs> I mean, truthfully, this is the this is the thing. A lot of people don't realize how much people get questions or need help. Yes, and then it can sometimes be a bit frustrating when you've you know you already have a busy life and you're going back and forth with somebody trying to give them tips and tools mm-hmm. and then they do nothing with it, and then you're like, oh, dag, that was time possibly waste it you know yeah, 100%. And, and time is money yeah so um my thing was this i wanted to create a space where models who are already in this in this in the industry could up level mm-hmm. as well as people who want to break into modeling could get quality information from industry experts so i created life of a working model boot camp it's been around for five years awesome and uh we have had women come and go on to walk in major runway shows sign That's with incredible. major agencies travel overseas it's really been amazing to arm them with with knowledge so they're not getting taken advantage of, uh, whether it's through a photographer, you know, pushing up on them or uh, or financially. Because right. sometimes people will come up with the most scammiest things to try to get you because they, they see that you have this hunger for modeling. Yeah. And sometimes, I hate to say it, especially with the women, they fall into these situations because they're so... Uh, they're not even hungry. They're like parched, thirsty. Like, we can thirsty. say it. Thirsty. Yeah. Yeah. To to finally book a job or something mm-hmm. that they fall prey to to scams. Yeah. So I mean, I 
give all types of information for how to break into modeling, how and as well as how to maintain their careers. Right. Now, some of the tips, uh, I would say a lot of it is in my my new book, Make the World Your Runway. I can't wait to talk about this. Yes. Uh but Make the World Your Runway, let's be clear, is is not just is it's like it has model tips, but the tips are for everybody. Yes. Um the book is for everybody. Young, old, uh, black, white, mm-hmm. uh, male, female, whatever. And um, I just, I take different principles for how I prepare for the runway, expound upon it for people to use it in their everyday life. But the book has stories from my modeling career about different situations that I've gone through that can help everyone, whether right. it's um, working on your positivity. Because for models, guess what? We get told more no's than we do yeses. Preach. Every day. Every day. We're constantly judged. And rejected. Oh, constantly rejected. So you know? this is real life. Yes. Yeah, so you know, it's, it's not just the industry. <laughs> exactly. You know, it reaches so many out. So let's talk about that right now since mm-hmm. we're on the topic. Mm-hmm. Make the world your one way. I mean, there's so many key pieces to this book. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest ones that I found was how do you find your voice? Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that you touch on that. I think a lot of women are seeking their voice now more than ever. Mm-hmm. What inspired you to write this book? Well, uh, being, truthfully, just being on Project Runway. Yeah. It, I didn't know. Like, I knew. Of course, everybody has heard of or has seen at least one episode of Project Runway. Yes. I love that show. I, but I did not know how deep the love and the fan base mm. for that show, how deep it runs. So the messages that I got from young girls and women and even men, oh, my goodness, just seeing you out there on the runway, it gave me so much confidence. Yes. Oh, you just have a light about you. I love your poise. I love uh, your posture. I love your pre- You have such presence. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I, I just wish I could be like that or I could do like you. And I'm like, nobody could do you like how you do it. But That's... let me give you some of my tips so you can do you as best as you can do you. Right. Because there's only one it, you. Exactly. There's only one me. But this is why I had to put it in a book because there are a lot of things that models do that everyone can use in their everyday life. A hundred percent. From your poise to your presence to your posture to nurturing partnerships to being passionate about what you do. Mm-hmm. All of those things are in the book. They help models, but they help everyone. So whether it's, you know, whether it's you're preparing to have that confident walk down the aisle as a new bride or um, you just graduated college and you need to confidently and boldly go to these interviews now right. that you got this degree. Right. You know, uh, I had a a nurse recently who read my book and she said, you know, I'm so glad I read your book. She's like, I've been following your career for a sec. She said, but reading your book helped to give voice to something that I wanted to do outside of nursing Mm -hmm. and to be able to voice that to my family. I've been afraid. I was scared to say it. And now I said it and they are like, they are behind me. They are supporting. And she was like, thank you for helping me find my voice in that situation. So it's breakthroughs like that, that make you feel like, okay, 
Yeah, like everybody really is gonna yes. make the world their runway. Yes, 100%. <laughs> and I love the play on the word, the title, Make Your World Your One Way. And I think it's just so incredible because. Like that story mm-hmm. with the nurse. Mm-hmm. You gave her a voice. Yes. You know, how powerful is that? Yeah. You I know, mean, your journey. When we have a voice. Yes. We can change the world. You can do anything when you have a voice. Yes. Yes. Literally. Not only that, you can, you can, you honor yourself more when you find your voice. Mm-hmm. You, um, you go after what you want. You set boundaries for what yes. doesn't honor you yes. when you when you really tap into the voice inside of you. Which is so powerful yeah. that you say that because you also, another big part of I feel that the book is aligning with your dreams. Mm-hmm. And that is so key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? that's in the posture chapter. Yes. Because I said posture is not just about how you sit up mm-hmm. straight, but I it's also... I got the posture, by the way. Let me <laughs> Let me fix my shoulders real quick. <laughs> it's not just about, uh, you know, how your body's aligned, but right. who are you aligned with in your life? Mm-hmm. You know? That's so real. Because That's too real. It, I mean, truthfully, it's like that Will Smith quote. Uh, if you look at the five people that you're the most in contact with, the peop- the five people you spend the most time with, it truly tells you where you are and where you're going. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this podcast now and you just heard me say that, you should be thinking about who are the five people that I'm speaking to Yep, right now and what are they doing with their lives and where are they going and where am I going? And if it doesn't feel right to you, if you've gone down that line and you're like, Oh my God! Mm-mm. Then guess what? Shift, mm. shift. I like that word, shift. Yeah, shift. And shift doesn't mean that you have to be nasty to that person. Doesn't right. mean you have to post something on Instagram right. or Facebook saying <laughs> I'm cutting off such and such or I'm falling back on this person. Right. No, just shift. I like that because when when you just effortlessly shift everything kind of falls into its right place. So even that situation with that person, it doesn't have to end in some ugly situation. You're just shifting into a new level. And it's okay because not everybody's going to come up with you as you evolve to each level. Honey, everybody can't sit in first class. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm flying first class, darling. (laughs) First class has a a limited amount of seats Mm -hmm. because everybody cannot fly with you. That is so true. It's the truth. Yeah, I'm like quoting that. Everybody can't fly with you. There is and, it, and it's not real. and it's not to be it's not to be rude because guess what? There's still seats on the plane. Yeah. It's just everybody can't sit in first class. Right. And if you if that's your plane, I mean you gotta be very, very cognitive of who's gonna be yeah. in who those do you, seats. Exactly. Who do you wanna spend this money on these seats for? Period. Hello. Hello. Yes, I am first class, Delta, <laughs> Platinum, Fly. Yes. I'm with you. Yes. I'm with you on this. Now, with that being said, I'm just going to keep going because you're so memorable to me just by your words and your power <laughs> and your presence. So how, there's another part in the book, mm-hmm. you know, Make the World Your Runaway, where you talk about being memorable, mm-hmm. staying memorable. And I feel like as a model, mm-hmm. there's a cattle call of beautiful women mm-hmm. that want that job that mm-hmm. want that spot mm-hmm. how do you stay memorable it could be something as simple as uh you know sometimes i go to castings and they'll say you know tell us something unique about you so i might say you know my name is Lyris, 
Cross, and my name is a mixture of my two grandmothers' names, Lila and Iris, and my parents are both pastors back in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. That can make me memorable. Mm-hmm. It can be that everybody else is showing up in black jeans and a white tank top, and I show up in red. Mm. It could be... So you ain't following the rules? No, you just, I mean, you kind of got to, you got to, it kind of goes back to what I was saying about finding your voice, finding your flow, finding what works for you. Totally. Um, It can even be like, sometimes I'll go to castings and where everybody just comes in and hands their book, I go up to the person, I might shake their hand. Hi, I'm Lyris Cross. It may be that one thing that they're like, dang, all the other models came in, but something about that girl Lyris, she made you Mm -hmm. notice that she Mm -hmm. stepped into the room. Yeah. You know, you have to find the the thing that is memorable about you or makes makes you stand out when you step into a room. For me, I always want to kind of raise the temperature of the room when I when I step into it. I love that. <laughs> I want to be in that room. I want to see how you do it. When as a woman did you know that you had that power to be memorable? Because mm. I find a lot of women now we struggle with that. You know, we find you know, whether it's dealing with confidence issues, whether mm-hmm. it's dealing with, you know, how to find their voice. Mm-hmm. Um, when did what, what clicked for you when you were like, this is me. Hmm. This is how Lyris is going to be the most memorable face. This is how she's going to run Project One. What when was that that click? Like, was there a certain part of your life? Or was there something that happened? Hmm. Was there another person that planted another seed in you? That's a good question. Hmm. Because your presence is so powerful and your voice and everything that you're in your power it's it's interesting that you say that because i'm gonna say a lot of times i didn't realize it Mm -hmm. i was just living my life right you were being i was just being me right so i didn't necessarily know like it's funny i remember i was talking to um Ty Hunter, uh, stylist extraordinaire, he used to style Beyonce for years. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you just don't know, like, when you step in a room, the way that guys are acting, how they're looking <laughs> at you. I'm like, are you Breaking necks. Breaking like, Larris, break well, enough of them are not coming. <laughs> they're not coming up to me enough. So what am I doing wrong in that part? <laughs> but, um, oh, girl, that's intimidating. They just scared. <laughs> That's all it well, is. Well, yeah, the week need not apply over <laughs> yeah. here, darling. They, they ain't in first class, so don't worry about they it. They not in first no. class. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm just. I'm trying to think. When did it click for me? Yeah. Um. I would say probably, probably early in my modeling career. Uh, probably when I started to book jobs. Because mm-hmm. I guess it. it fed a certain part of my psyche of see they see you and they're booking you yes like you're or or you know what it is when clients when you work for a client one time and they call you back again oh yeah that's when you feel memorable that 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 lets me know i did a good job that lets me know um something about me made right. them say, oh, no, we got to get her back again. Right. And I think that's when I probably really started to realize I was memorable. So it was like this affirmation, like, yes, this is what I should be doing. This is where <gasps> oh, I am. And you know what else? Yes. Tell me. It just came to me. 
when I did the movie The Best Man. Oh, yes. Yeah. This actress, I know. Actually, when, we, How were, was that? when we were waiting for you, uh, a podcaster came in and she was like, excuse me, were, were you? She was like, I know this is going to be a random question, but were you in the movie The Best Man? I said, yes. Yeah. She said, oh, my gosh, I just watched it last night. It's such a good movie. Oh, my gosh. It was the first uh, movie audition that professional movie audition I ever went to and I booked the role. Get it, girl. I was literally still straight out of high school. Mm. Um, and I think once that movie came out and I kind of got this like cult following because mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't even have that many lines. But years later, people still recite my lines to me or they'll tweet me and say, the best man is on Lyris. So that let me know I was memorable. Yes. To have all these powerhouses like Tay Diggs, Morris Chestnut, Nia Long, Sanaa Lathan in this film. Mm-hmm. But people are still like, that girl in the Indian <laughs> costume <laughs> at the bachelor party. <laughs> oh, my goodness. With that body. Yes. You know, uh, I think that is what made me feel like. Girl, you got this. Mm-hmm. this you got something. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you got you're memorable. Yes. Yeah. Now, I, I have to jump into it because this body, right? <laughs> this beautiful body that you have, that you embrace. Mm-hmm. Many women had issues. We have, we all have issues embracing mm-hmm. our body, whether mm-hmm. we're small, big, small, skinny, whatever you want to call us. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Curvy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Embracing your body. Yes. Is so incredible Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's another issue that we as women go through Mm -hmm. how did embracing your body um, create this confidence in you when were you like look I'm not losing any weight this is who I am and I'm embracing my full figure body and I'm gonna still rock that damn runway yeah I think um, you know like at the beginning of my modeling career I kept trying to lose weight Mm -hmm. because you know I was trying to fit into the requirements that I saw for the straight size models yes and after a while, it was just like, girl, <laughs> you are fighting nature. Yes. You know, I, and, and I say this for a lot of women because we have this thing of, oh, my God, I'm a 16. I'm a 14. I'm a 10. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was I was I used to be a size six in high school. Sweetie, you're not in high school anymore. That is so You've real. gone through puberty. You're a woman now. You have a woman's body now. Whatever that size is for you now. Right. Embrace that. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we're trying to turn back the time to where our bodies weren't even developed yet. At all. And we're, and a lot of times that's because of the stereotypes of what we have seen in the fashion world. Yes. Them using really, really young girls to sell women's clothing. Mm-hmm. Most of them don't even have their bodies yet. Isn't that crazy? That yeah. the, isn't that so wild? That these models are literally 18 <laughs> and 17 years old. Uh, 15. 15. Sometimes f- 14. Wow. And that's what these we're all looking at in these magazines. Exactly. So once I said, look, look, you're just naturally curvy. Look at your mother. Mm-hmm. I have my mother's shape. Mm-hmm. Look, Thanks, Mom. Th- it's yes. beautiful. Thank you, Mama. <laughs> I love you, Mama. But once I stopped trying to fight it, mm-hmm. really my purpose was even more revealed. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I had to stop fighting it and looking at it as this flaw. Right. And embrace it 
as this is just who I am. Now, could I be a little bit smaller? I, I could probably, I, if I really wanted to focus and eat super clean all the time, I could probably be an 8'10", mm-hmm. right? I would probably struggle trying to keep that size. Yeah, It's just not me. And that's the beauty of you. It's, yes, that's the beauty of me. It's, it's just not, not me. It's not me. And you're okay with that. And I'm okay with that. And I think being, when you're okay with that, mm-hmm. everybody else is okay with it too. Yes. Right? The, a, a lot of times the, uh, women don't realize that other people are drawn, they are uh, drawn to confidence. And that's no matter what size you are. Mm-hmm. Men are drawn to confidence. Yes. They will sometimes go after... I mean, look, uh, no shade, but most of my plus size girlfriends are married mm-hmm. and happy and I'm happy. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and guess what? A lot of them have just have a certain light about them. They yes. have personality. They have confidence. They have great jobs. They're good at what they do. Yes. And people are attracted to confidence. People are attracted to success. hundred percent. That's it was natural. A, it's natural. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, I think I write about it in the book. Um, like there was a poll in one of those like like Cosmo or yeah. something, one of those magazines. Like, would you date a confident plus size woman, everyday girl, or an insecure, skinny supermodel? And the men were choosing like the plus size woman. Mm. And that's because she looks happy. She mm-hmm. looks like she is. She's enjoying mm-hmm. her life. She's confident in yes. who she is. Yes. I'm telling you, confidence is the game changer. A hundred. That That is everything. That's why I had to write the book, girl. Hey, <laughs> look, I'm going to need to finish reading the book because it's everything. Thank you. Making the world your runway is such, it's such a powerful title. Again, I keep just thinking about that because Thank you. everything you're going through, mm-hmm. it affects everybody in our world. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And there's another piece of the book. It's called, you wrote about it, change how you view yourself. Mm-hmm. You embracing who you are, mm-hmm. your body, your figure, mm-hmm. you changed how you view yourself mm-hmm. and how everybody else around you yeah. viewed you. Yeah. You know, and I think for every woman listening right now, it's up to us to define who we are. Nobody yes. else does. Yes. Life is about choices and decisions. Mm-hmm. And you need to choose you. You need to choose you. When you've put on some weight, yes. you need to choose you when you lose some weight. Mm-hmm. You got to choose you uh, short hair, long hair, yep. good day, bad day. Yes. You just got to keep on choosing you All and know how awesome you are. Yes. Even when you fall and even when mm-hmm. we're at our lows, even when you're not booking jobs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even when you keep saying no and you're on hold for a job and they didn't get they didn't pick you. Yeah. Those be the worst feelings ever. <laughs> Right? Jesse, I know. <laughs> Girl, real talk, I'll never forget. Last year, I had a trip with my mom to Italy, uh-huh. and they released me. But I was like, my mom, on hold. I'm going to book it. I canceled the whole trip to Italy. And let me tell you one thing. I ain't booked that motherfucking job. <laughs> oh, my so gosh. Mad. I was so mad. But then I said, you know what? It's, it's a blessing. I got mm-hmm. to reschedule the trip. Mm-hmm. But how do you get back up, right? And I got mm-hmm. back up, and I had to keep moving. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what some people get, you know, when we fall. Mm-hmm. That's when you learn. You know? But when you, it's, it's, I know it sounds cliche, but when we fall, we're literally the the best place to look is up. Mm. Mm. Can you say that one more time for the when people? When we fall, yes. the best place to look is up. That's the only place we can look yeah. is up. Yeah. So we look up and then guess what? It's kind of like that gospel song. After you've done all that you can, you just stand. Mm-hmm. And literally, when we stand, it's just standing in 
when you're standing through the valleys of life. Yes. I'm telling you, it, it does so much for yourself and you don't even realize it. Um, think about it. The anatomy of just standing. Yes. How many muscles it may take, mm-hmm. the the strength it takes in your back, in your legs, just to stand. In your mind. In your mind, to stand up. When you want to crumble and fall. Yeah. Actually. Just standing. Standing no, standing when they tell you no. Mm. Standing when, um, when they say, you, you know, you're not black enough or you're too black. Yes. Standing when, no, you're too fat. No, you're too skinny. Yes. Standing when, well, no, we chills. don't want you. Yeah. No, you're just not our type. No, you don't fit the requirements yep. for us. No, you're a woman. You can't do this. Mm-hmm. No, you're not good enough. No, we just, no, we're just not interested. Just standing. And you still stand. And you still stand. And then guess what? After that, you just take a step. And you take another step. Mm-hmm. And then you take another step. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're walking in a new direction. You're walking towards your purpose. You're yeah. walking towards a new beginning. You're you're just, you're, you're moving forward. Right. It's kind of like the tortoise and the hare, right? Yes. It totally is. Yeah, the tortoise, he may have been moving slow, but he was still moving forward. Right. And I think people need to know that. Yeah. You know, it's not a, it's not a quick, it's not a quick fix. No. We ain't doing this all fast. No. It's take years. Life isn't a race. Yeah. It really is. Shout out to Nipsey Hussle. I was just going to say. It's, it really is a marathon. Yeah. And, you know, like some people look, may look at me and be like, oh, Lyris, you know, they may not have known all the stuff that I've been through in my career. And they're like, oh, you're an overnight sex. And I'm like, Psh. Are you, you crazy? If you only know. Mm-hmm. I mean, excuse me, if you only knew. I- I'm literally like the tortoise in the hair. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people who, you know, came into my industry yeah. and left really quickly. Mm. I have continued to br- to build my my legacy, my dreams, yes. my, uh, my career. Can we hold on? I got to rewind something. Miss yeah. Naomi Campbell of Plus. <laughs> I mean, can we just talk about that real quick? Because you didn't stop. I didn't stop. And you get this title of Naomi Campbell of Plus. Hey, just like my model mother. I call her my model mother. Girl. Because guess what? Naomi Campbell, I look up to her so much. She's my favorite model of all times. Mm-hmm. To me, she's the best model in the world to mm-hmm. ever do it, dead or alive. And, you know, um, you know, people are like, oh, you're like the, Na- you know, you're the Naomi of Plus. And like some people say, oh, you should, you should, you're should, you just lyricist now. And I and I always say there's only one Naomi and there yes. will only be one, Na- one Naomi. And guess what? Now there's only one lyricist and Preach. there will only be one lyricist. Yes. But the thing that I have always loved and respected about Naomi Campbell is she didn't give up. Ever. And she still ain't giving up. She still ain't giving up. She just had new pictures through British Vogue. Wow. She just got a new makeup campaign with NARS. Mm. She uh, is doing all types of uh, charity work in Africa wow. and also changing the fashion world in Africa right now. She's yeah. spending a lot of time there. And she's pouring into the next generation of models. And she's uh, still getting major campaigns. And I think she just did the the show for Valentino. Wow. Like, she's still walking major runways. So if she hasn't given up why should i mm. 
I love that. Why should I? Not only that, I have laid so much of my time and years and work into the plus smiling industry. No shade, but I'm not going to leave this for everybody else to reap the benefits. I'm going to reap some of these benefits, too. Yes. You know? You worked hard for this. Yes. I worked hard for this. Period. And I... You deserve it. I deserve it. Yes. You are so deserving. But guess what? I think a lot of women, Mm -hmm. we need to realize... I deserve this. Mm-hmm. I work hard for this. Yes. I'm good at this. I deserve every good thing that finds me comes to me. Yes. And I deserve everything that misses me too because it wasn't for me. Another gem. That was the word right gem. there. Another gem you dropped. But for real. It's so true. A it's lot of times true. we don't see it. We're we're like, and and, and I go through this too. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, I go through it too. Where I'm like, well, Tag, I really wanted that. What is And then I had to release it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh-huh. And then next me. thing you know, something comes around the corner, and I'm like, oh. That's why. That's why. Yeah. That's why you had to go out my life. Right. Oh, that's why I didn't get that job. Yep. Oh, that's why this happened or that yes. happened. Because I literally had that. I, it didn't deserve me. Mm. It had mm. to miss mm. me mm. or it had to leave. It literally did. Let me tell you, my girlfriend used to always tell me, what's meant for you will always be for you. Yes. And yes. I never is going to crush you, Laris. Mm-hmm. Ever. Mm-hmm. That's so dope. Yeah, that's that's how I think about my modeling jobs because sometimes I would get so like, why didn't I get this? And then I had to stop doing it because I was driving myself crazy. Right. And I, I talk about it in the book. I, I had to release it because what is meant for me always finds me. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. always finds me. And not only that, um, it, what's meant for me always finds me and I can celebrate and just revel in that moment Yes. of, okay, this is exclusively for me. Yes. For All me. All of it. All of it. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's such an incredible feeling. Yeah, it really to is. To celebrate you. Mm-hmm. To be proud of you. Mm-hmm. Ladies, be proud of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't feel like we celebrate ourselves enough. Yeah, because you know what? We think it's... Um, narcissistic or we think it's oh she's uh, so stuck on herself Mm. but this is the thing if I don't celebrate me or take care of me I'm no good to anyone else right that's so true I have to make sure I'm okay mentally physically spiritually every piece of you yeah and you talk about this in the book yes you know a big piece of the book is how to stay positive yes now that's a life long journey oh yeah through relationships, through work, through every day, through talking to somebody on the phone, you got to stay positive, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's somebody that a lot of people struggle with because it's always in our mind, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How do we? How do you say positive? For instance, after a breakup, how do you say positive? Now, some people they're gonna hate that I said this, but I'm telling you, it's gonna free you. Mm. I need this. Let me hear it. <laughs> mm. Allow yourself to feel whatever you need to feel. Mm. Allow yourself to feel whatever you need to feel. You know feel. what's so crazy? I don't know if you know about the CoStar app. You know no. about the CoStar app? It's an it? amazing app. It's kind of like a more spiritual app. It kind of like gives you, you know, you give them your birthday, mm-hmm. where you're from, all that good stuff. And mm-hmm. they, they read you spiritually every day. And they send you like a notification. Mm-hmm. Real talk today at 11 a.m. I got from CoStar. Mm-hmm. Feel everything. Mm. 
What you just I'm said. I'm telling you. Feel everything. Feel everything because I used to be a, bo- a bottler. Yeah. I would bottle. Uh, oh, okay. Well, that happened. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I would suppress yes. stuff. And then when something big hit, ooh, it was mm. ugly. Yeah. It was like an explosion. Yeah. yeah. And and Been I would there. stay Done stuck that. there for mm-hmm. quite some time because think about it. If you keep packing a whole bunch of bad stuff down into like a hole. Yeah. It takes a while to gut it out and clean it out. Yeah. So it's kind of like if you pack all these emotions down, then you got to do that work. You got like you're <laughs> afterwards you you it takes you a while to clean that yes, back out. It does. So for me, one of the things that has been so much better is I allow myself to feel whatever it is I need to feel, mm-hmm. whether I need to cry, whether I need to scream, whether I need to be sad, whether I need to be melancholy, whether I need to laugh. Yes. Whatever it is, I allow myself to feel whatever it is. And then I'm able to process that. Yeah. I might need to call a friend and vent about it. Yeah. That's what you got your sisters for. And then I can move forward from it. Wow. Because I made a pledge to myself that um, I refuse to allow myself to stay really stuck, especially um, with certain stuff in dating relationships. Because I feel like it's a disrespect to God. Mm. Mm. It's like you're giving all this, you know, you're depressed about this person or you're hung up about this person. But you're not praying to me. You're not seeking me. You're mm. not spending time with me. Mm. But you got all your emotions wrapped up in this person. Right. You're not in communion with me. And you're going to let that person have control over you? Mm. You're going to let that person keep you depressed? Yeah. You're going to let let that person change the worth that I gave you? Mm-hmm. Are you out? What? That's a whole nother word. So too, when Lord. I started, I'm telling you, when I started to look at it that way, like, why am I depressed over this guy mm-hmm. when I'm the apple of God's eye? Wow. Why am I allowing myself to be messed up three, four, five, six months over this person? Yes. Ain't that crazy? Because we all do it. Yeah. We all do it. Oh, we've all been there. I'm bl- Mm-mm. I'm not gonna. Mm-mm. You don't deserve this energy. This energy isn't for you. <laughs> Thank you. Next. It's not for. Thank you. Next. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Next. Yes, Ari. But guess what? If you gotta grieve that relationship for a sec, yes. grieve it. Yeah, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay. It's it's we all need to be vulnerable. Yeah, because that's the only way we're gonna let these emotions release out of us. Yeah. And, and look, and being vulnerable is scary. It is. <laughs> it's so scary. Trust me. I cry all the time. But I'm okay with it now. You should be okay with it. Yes. Yeah. Because really, it it just means that you feel. Right. Um, I also feel like tears are cleansing. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to feel. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Don't be afraid to feel. So I want to talk about your faith really quickly. Is your faith your foundation? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. I think that's and so I'm beautiful. not, and I'm not, uh, even though I am the child of two pastors, I'm not a, uh, like, overly churchy person. Right. Like, I'm like, okay, if I miss church this Sunday, I, You're I'm okay still, with it. yeah, I'm okay. Um, I may do bedside Baptist, mm-hmm. you know. I'm just not an overly churchy person. Yes. But I know that me and God, we cool. Yeah. We speak to each other. <laughs> yeah. I seek his face. Right. I keep him included. Right. Um, he knows sometimes I, I'm a mess. Mm-hmm. We all are. Yeah. 
But guess what? He still loves me. Unconditionally. And guess what, y'all? He still loves you, too. Mm. And don't you ever, 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 ever forget that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Even even when we're a mess. Yes. Even when we've turned our backs on him, Mm -hmm. he still loves us. That's so powerful. Yeah. That is so real. Mm -hmm. Because when you have that faith, when you have that belief, nothing can really stop you. Mm -mm. No. That's your driving force. Oh, yeah. That foundation, oh, yeah. you know, and I feel like we need that foundation as women, as entrepreneurs, as models, as actors, mm-hmm. as authors. Mm-hmm. You know, we need that force to keep us going because it ain't easy. It's not. It's not easy. I may m- help make things look easy. Yes. But the background, there's a lot going on. Yeah, it's a lot going now on. Now I want to talk about the, your, the background, your sisterhood, your, mm-hmm. your friendships, you know. How does sisterhood play in your life? How has it played in your modeling industry? How is it? What? How does it play right now in your life as a as a woman climbing, you know, to the top right now? Hmm. I'm gonna say there's nothing like having that support system of girl. I got you. Mm-hmm. Say that one more time. Girl, I got you. Girl, yes. Because we got this. Um, yeah, and I'll say this. I have some in the past, because I'm not going to say the present. In yes. the past, mm-hmm. I struggle with my level of trust with some women. Yes. Um, but that has changed, mm-hmm. and I'm glad it has. And I have a great unit of girlfriends in the business and outside of the business right. who I know, hey, you have this going on. How can I support you? That's the best feeling in the world. Oh, yeah. And and guess what? The thing is, they're willing to support me because of the way I support them. Yes. That's love. Yeah. That's yeah. that real love. We, when we realize that we're, we're actually stronger together. Yes. Gosh. <laughs> we are stronger together. We are. You know, I talk about this before in the past. I said, you know, when we're young growing up, we all were so competitive. Mm-hmm. With our girls. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if this was you because you were an athlete. Mm-hmm. It was like, you only hang out with the boys. Like, I only hang out with the boys. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I didn't have a lot of girlfriends. See, me and you, we're right there. Yeah. I used to go play basketball with the guys. Yes. And, yeah. And then now I'm like, yo, I need more girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Like, I got my crew and I want more. Mm-hmm. I love women. Imagine if we had that sister when we were growing up. Yeah. How powerful we would be as a gender, as a female race. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I sit and think about that. I'm like... Now, as a 31-year-old woman, my sisterhood, my circle is so strong. Mm-hmm. And I can't even imagine how I grew up without... I mean, I, I'm from a big family. I have sisters. I have brothers. But not the type of sisters and friendships that I have now, mm-hmm. I had in the past. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wild when we think about that? Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, it's only going to get better. Yes. Yeah, it gets better. The older you get, the better it gets. And uh, do you think it's crucial, your sisterhood? Mm-hmm. Like, is it... Is it something that you think about, like, I need you. This is my sister. This, she got me. Mm. How does it help you propel in life, having those sisters in your life? Mm. You know, it's the little things like my best friend yesterday. She heard that the it was a helicopter that hit a building. In, I heard about that in New York. In New York. And she couldn't get through on my phone because she didn't realize I was on the plane mm. headed here to L.A. Just the fact of... You know, being a single woman who travels a lot for work, yes. um, not married. So having someone that was like, oh, no, I'm going to make sure that you're OK, that you're safe, that you're good. It's it's those little things like that. Yes. That make me appreciate my sisterhood. Mm-hmm. That knowing that 
you know, someone outside of a man or my immediate family right. is concerned about my safety, concerned about my well-being mm-hmm. um, mentally and spiritually. Right. Because that's the thing. You need you you don't need just a girlfriend that you could hang out at the club with. No. You need somebody that that like, was cool when we were like twenty one. Yeah, it ain't cool no more. Yeah, you need you need someone that's like, you know what. You've been acting real weird lately. Yeah, what's up? And I'm not going to let you just tell me, oh, no, it's okay, it's yes. okay. We're going to talk about this right now. Yes. You need someone who is not a yes man mm-hmm. or yes woman, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You need someone that um, you could be honest with, who uh, they could be honest to you. And you take it as constructive criticism or right. like know that this person is really my friend. Because she really cares about you. She really cares. She wants to see you win. So she's yeah. going to hold you accountable when she sees you down. She's yeah. going to check you when you're like, yo, what's going on, Laris? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. That's you so need cool. that. You need that. And I'm glad that I have that. Yeah. I'm glad you have that, too. Yeah. I always say when, like, I meet women my age, I'm always like, what do you mean you don't got girlfriends? <laughs> really? I do. Because it, it always catches me off guard. And I'm like, hold on. Let me show you. Like, let me introduce you to some great women. Mm-hmm. Because it's sad that a lot of women have these bad experiences. You know? But I think it's partly because we have been, for years, uh, we have been programmed that, yeah. you know, other women aren't our friends or we've been pitted against each other. All the time. Uh, in all types of races that, truthfully, we didn't sign up for. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's, it now that is changing. That is changing um, because women, especially black women, we are just uniting in a yes. whole other way. And it's the it's time beautiful. is now. Yeah, the time yeah. is now. And I feel so blessed to be in the now, mm-hmm. in this movement mm-hmm. of women. You know, I, I'm so grateful to meet women like you that are standing in your power. Thank you. Because when you stand up, you're standing up for all of us. Oh, yeah. That's what I say when I stand at the end of the runway. Yes. I am standing in my power. I'm mm. standing in my glory. I'm standing in my, my lyric je ne sais quoi. <laughs> you know? I love it. Yeah. And I that's it's like, that's why I want other people to feel. Yes. I, wanna, I want you to feel that every time you come in here to do your podcast, yes. you are standing in full power mm-hmm. of who you are and what you bring to the table in your mind in your heart and out of your mouth yeah i feel that yeah i feel that it's such a good feeling yeah because you know guys i was running late today i was rushing and i was like you know what i get to go walk in and meet an incredible woman and talk to her right now ain't nothing i ain't stressing about nothing you know (laughs) what i mean like Uh i was flustered and i had a moment before i walked in i said this is what you love Mm -hmm. this is this is what makes you light Mm -hmm. embrace it Mm mm-hmm and, you know, be you. That's yep. the best thing you can do is to be you. Yeah. And, you know, I want a lot of women. I want you women to hear that. You are magic embracing you. And mm-hmm. you can learn so much about yourself in Lyris' book. You know, make the world your own way forwarded by Tim Gunn. Where can the girls find this? Amazon. Go to Amazon. It is exclusively on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Go to Amazon and order your copy. I guarantee you it will deepen your purpose. Yes. It will jumpstart some projects in you that maybe have been lying dormant. It will increase your confidence. It will um, have you look at life in, in some other ways. It will help you check your language and how you speak mm-hmm. about yourself as well as others and how you see the world. I'm telling you, really, 
make the world your runway. Yeah. It's it's top model secrets to everyday confidence and success. And it's for everybody. Everybody. Yeah. So buy know, your mom one too. And your auntie. Buy your mom one. Buy your niece one. Yes. Buy your granddaughter one. <laughs> buy, shoot, buy That's your son one. That is buy your homeboy gift. one. Yes. Yeah. It's the greatest gift. Yeah. Passing on knowledge yeah. is the greatest gift. Paying it forward, and you pay it forward in this book. So yes. I thank you. Thank you so now, much. Now, for the models, for the women that inspire to be a model, I want I want them to know where to get the Life of a Working Model Boot Camp because I think that's okay. also something great. Well, you can always go to my website, which is lyrisc.com, L-I-R-I-S-C.com. Uh, we also have a Facebook page under facebook.com backslash Life of a Working Model Boot Camp. Okay. Uh, you can get info there. Now, this is the thing. I just did a boot camp in March. Uh, my next one, if I do one soon, will probably be online. Yes. Which a lot of people have actually been asking for um, because the way my schedule is set up, it takes a lot for me to produce the boot camps. Right. So I'm really thinking about taking it online. So that way, I mean, literally, I had some people that were like, well, for your next boot camp, I would like to come. I, I mean, living in far away countries i live in south africa i wish i could make it to your boot camp talk about influence so yeah i'm like so look maybe i could do it this way anybody from across the world will be able to literally be a part of life of a working model boot camp i as always i always post any information about the boot camp myself any events that i have going on on my twitter and instagram which you can find me at lyris c l-i-r-i-s-c yes the c is for cross <laughs> uh, and on Facebook you can find me under Lyris Cross yes. Lyris Cross and also you can find Lyris speaking at the Essence Festival coming yes. up next week let's can we talk about this yes. Essence Fest oh Lyris. my gosh I am so so excited to be a part of Essence Fest and uh, they have the Essence Beauty Carnival that they started and you know this the Essence Beauty Carnival speaks to of course yes the beauty brands right but it's also going to speak to the beauty inside of each of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only the beauty inside, but the beauty outside. Yes. And I'll be speaking about body confidence and beauty. And I'm just excited to be around my sisterhood. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And you know, when I'm, I'm thinking about this, this is a whole other podcast. So I'm going to have to have you back. Thank it's you. inclusivity. Right. Mm-hmm. Of the black woman, mm-hmm. of the curvy woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope you speak about that I at do. the Essence Festival. I, I know you do. And I hope that you women go and just be inspired and feel her aura, because when you feel it, it's different. Thank Y'all you. listening right now. But if you don't have plans, you need to be at the Essence Festival because you need to feel yes. it. It's a different feel. I got Come a on couple, down to knowledge. Yeah, I got a couple of chills. <laughs> I was there last year, girl. We had so much fun. Yes. It's a beautiful time. There's beautiful people. And Laris will be there speaking and inspiring so many souls. So thank you. I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for inspiring us. Keep doing you. Thank you. You are beautiful inside and out. And girl, I always leave it one question. What would you tell your 18-year-old self looking back now after all Laris has become? What would you tell the 18-year-old girl when that man was like, hey, your, your daughter should be a model? What would you tell that girl sitting there, right there, in there? Truthfully, I would just say, you heard what he said. Continue to hold on. It's all going to be all right. Everything is going to happen at its rightful time. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it's doing. Preach. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being here, girl. Thank you. Congratulations on everything. <laughs> if I'm at Essence Fest, I'm going to see you there. Yes. Yes, thank you so much. And girl, we got all of this. 
Hey, sis. Thanks for listening to Girl, We Got This with Letitia Lee. Get new episodes every Tuesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and spread the word to your tribe.